another coffee drop with Rob and Jared sitting here staring at an Americano at one in the afternoon. With beans from Honduras. Honduran beans. From Yield. From my good Yield friends. Roasters. Yield Coffee Roasters outside Cincinnati. Some of the best coffee I've ever had. Um, shout out to my friends at Yield. So I think we've already decided the title for our little coffee drop before we even did this. It was Chicken GPT. Chicken GPT, yeah. Chicken GPT. Uh-huh. And our listeners may be wondering how in the world we came up with that that wonderful title, Chicken GPT. It was all inspired by my desire to eat well at lunch. One of the things that has always flummoxed me in Good the word. kitchen. Yeah has been the inability to cook chicken breasts without them drying out and being, you know, either underdone or just like cardboard. Dry. Dry, and you yeah. feel like you're chewing, you know, a wad of leaves or something. You have about, it's almost like if I can use another cooking analogy. It's like when you're doing no-bake cookies uh -huh. and there's that moment where the sugar starts to boil. You have 60 seconds, and at 60 seconds, you have to take it off the heat. Earlier, and it becomes mushy. A second later, and it becomes brick. So I can totally identify. I think chicken's the same way. Yeah, so I decided, you know what? I'm going to test out ChatGPT4 with some of these mods. So I threw uh, VoxScript and WebPilot, turned those on, and... Ask ChatGPT, how do I fix a chicken breast like I'm a Michelin three-star chef for my own lunch that I'm going to put on a salad? And, you know, I told it I'm using a, a toaster oven. Mm -hmm. And so it told me. And it was really simple. He's like, thaw out the chicken, season the chicken. 450 degrees, 15 to 16 minutes. Wow, that seems long. In a toaster, you said an air fry, like toaster oven? Yeah, just, just, you know, like like we have. Yeah, right, in the office. In yeah. the office. Mm -hmm. And I think, actually, you and I both have one Yep. at home as well. So, um, so things that other colleagues here use to make toast and bagels or warm up their sandwiches or whatever for lunch. So I just put it in some little aluminum foil bowl that I made and put the chicken in there after marinating it. And 16 minutes, I had a perfectly done piece of chicken. So therefore, chicken GPT. Therefore, chicken GPT. But chicken that GPT us, was born. Right, but that led us down another road. And I think what's really cool... And the reason why I think it's good for us to drop this one today is because yesterday, ChatGPT, or OpenAI to be more precise. Yesterday is in August 3rd. August the 3rd. Yes, yep. thank you. You're welcome. Yesterday, August the 3rd, OpenAI released a new version and, and some really interesting uh, updates to a lot of their plugins. One of those which most people probably wouldn't use, but it's probably one of the most, most powerful plugins they have. It's like when, uh, when you select the plugins, uh, one of them is code. 
And honestly, that's probably the most powerful one. If you select code and you do things like what I did, I needed to, um, you know, update my CV mm-hmm. because I'm on a, um, you know, a PhD committee. Right. And they need that for the institution that I'm doing that for needs that for their, for their records. And so it'd been a while since I'd messed with my CV. So I popped it in to code inside of chat GPT and I had it, you know, do some work on it and then have it spit it back out. I uploaded it yeah. as a, as a doc, as a word document. Mm-hmm. I just dragged it up there and then I had it do some, some work on it, and it did all the work, made it look good, changed inside the, the Word document. It, no, it created a program on the fly. Okay. It created a Python program on the fly. Okay. Did what I asked it to do with the Python program, mm-hmm. which I didn't tell it to use Python. It just did it. Okay. It then output all the changes that it made after I input all that stuff, and exported a new Word document that wow. was formatted. Oh, it was, it blew my mind. And it had all the updates that I asked it to put in. So, like, I didn't go into the Word document and type in, you know, go in and manually change all the updates. I just told it, these are the updates I want it, I want it to make. And make it more professional, make it more um, fitting for, you know, someone with a PhD who's working at a, uh, a high-quality institution like Harvard, Yale, and Cedarville University. Oh, nice. Threw that in there. I did. Boom. You also, but, but I did that. That happened. You gotta, you gotta get this. This, this only took five minutes of my time. Wow. Five minutes of my time. So that's terrifyingly cool, right? That it would just right. do that. What are the implications for that for in the educational sphere? Like a student could upload their rough draft. They're multi-varied. Say, correct this and spit it out and it gave you gave that gives them a new word document as well oh yeah that's a little scary it is i mean and yeah we go back towards academic integrity right Yep. Mm -hmm. and i think you know for me i have nothing to hide about doing that sure you know it's just my my cv my resume and it's just reading off of what i've already gotten and you know and i told it to act as a professional agent someone who is is hired or tasked to help, um, you know, PhDs land jobs at prestigious institutions. Mm -hmm. And so it took on that persona. And not only did it do that, it coded the program to create the actual document. I didn't need Word. Mm. Wow. I mean, I looked at at it in Word. Yeah. I I looked at it in Word. But I didn't need Word to actually edit the document. That is, that's insane. It, wow, I didn't think about that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That means we can feed data sources, right? We can feed just any data source. And it's not just documents that it'll let you upload. It's basically any file. Mm -hmm. And if it can read the data or there's something out there in the public sphere, like in Python, which... There's tons of libraries and stuff out there that are open source libraries mm-hmm. that it can grab a hold of that can work with different types of file types. Once it has access to that, 
it can use those tools just like you and I use tools, but it can do it faster. Right. And it can do it more reliably. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I wrote a script to do all of that, it'd probably take me at least a day. And you'd have to And then I'd have it. to debug it. Yep. Yeah. Huh. And it that was the other cool thing. In the process, it ran into an error when it wrote the code originally. Okay. And it said, I ran into a code error. I'm fixing it. And it recycled. It, it, it reiterated it. And it fixed its own error that it created and, wow. and spit out the document in five did minutes. You, did, you find the do- did you find the error or did it find the error itself? No, it found the error. It was running through processed. It must have done some sort of unit test for those of you who know how to program. It did some sort of test and it found that it wasn't, it didn't work. There was some sort of feedback internally. And you can click and it'll show you it's working and it'll show you some of the steps, but it doesn't show you everything right that it's doing so all that yeah just to say Mm -hmm. chicken gpt chicken gpt